to Drummers Only Radio. Drummers Only is the UK's leading drum shop with store locations in Glasgow and Leeds. Our podcasts are full of interviews, gear reviews, and much more from the unique perspective of a drum shop. The show is hosted by two pasty Scottish dudes who talk real fast. Whoa, slow down there, Braveheart. So here's Chris, the Glasgow shop manager, and Adam, the social media manager. Be sure to like, subscribe, and let's do this. Good evening. Good evening, Chris. How are you? Yes, well, how are you? Good, thanks. Drummers Only Radio, episode number 41. Yes, 41. The immeasurable Kaz Rodriguez. How are you, man? <laughs> Thunderous applause. <laughs> and the crowd goes mild. <laughs> <laughs> now, for those who maybe don't know who Kaz is, Kaz is an internationally acclaimed drummer, composer, stylish human being. Definitely not. Um, an all-round, <laughs> <laughs> all-round fantastic gentleman. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. We go way back to 2013? Yeah, I think it's like 2013. It's... Uh... Yeah, when I when it when it was a uh, rhythm bass, that's when it was. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. So it was a, it was a Saturday afternoon clinic and master class performance and all that. Yeah, and if it, I remember rightly, was was your first time in the shop, right? Yeah, it was first time. And actually, fun fact is that I bought my I bought uh, some pocket hats when they first came out from there. For, and I said, Paul, I was. Uh, yeah, I was, I was telling Adam. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. God. So, how are you, man? What's happening? Yeah, I'm doing good, man. I've just it's been surprisingly really busy during the lockdown. I've been super fortunate to just be busy and creative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've mm-hmm. been I've been doing a lot of um, like album work, working on a few records, and um, yeah, just like touching bass because we were actually mid tour last year, literally exactly a year. It's exactly wow. a year that I got back wow. from Florida mid tour with Josh Groban, and mm, uh, yeah. and it was you know it was great because I, before that I was with Shaka Khan and and we just came back, and then I was like, well, what am I going to do with my life? <laughs> so, <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> so, um, sure. I just luckily had a studio, so I could actually just start doing a lot of, um, you know, just recording and really finishing my album again. That was mm. that was a key mm-hmm. thing, and uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, I just started. Uh, I wrapped up the album, and then lots of really, I mean, so many things. I can't like you know recording some of Shaka's stuff, and then uh, some prog, some metal, some fusion, mm, right. some ballads. <laughs> you know, You've never been a guy to sit still, though, eh? No. Like, like for the length of time. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, so uh, today we're going to... Oh, okay. <laughs> but, like, for the length of time I've, I've known, you know, you've had your... You know, you've had been busy with one project to the next project. Yeah. It's never been... You've never been idle, have you? No, I think I think it was just the, um, the... The way that I work, I've just got this... I don't know whether it's OCD or ADHD, but I think it's more of the sense of... I always have to do something to keep my creative mind, you know, relaxed or stimulated basically, because Mm, there's a lot of people, um, especially, you know, you know, I, I kind of feel like when you're not doing anything, especially as creatives, you know, you start to have these like kind of, you know, the mental health starts happening 
you know people start mm. going oh no maybe i'm not good mm. enough and maybe it's like yeah, yeah and it's really for me the power has always been through continuing to do what i do and and something will happen at some point mm. you know so is that something that when you're teaching because you teach one of our um good customers actually ross stewart um shout out to ross yeah, yeah shout out to ross um is ross. that something that you <laughs> <laughs> that's something you consciously teach your students you know just to be like you know even in tough times yeah the important thing is to focus you know is that something you're consciously teaching them as well as obviously the drums well well i think i think with ross um like ross is actually one of my like great students he's he's been with me since last year june and mm-hmm. uh i'm actually mentoring him now and uh wow you know, I, I, I took like a mentoring project. Um, like I just felt like I want, when I have the time, it's so important to kind of help people that I see that have something that want to be somewhere in the music industry. And when I was teaching Ross, I started noticing that uh, he kind of reminded me of when I was like a younger me, like when I was like sure. 16, I was just trying to, be somebody and like you guys know you know um mm-hmm. like when I, w- I was first starting out i just was trying to find my space basically and uh yeah ross was one of those guys that i kind of um saw like a lot of potential in in terms of like how dedicated how hard working he was and you know he he saved up every week to you know to have a lesson with me and you know the thing is, like, you know, lessons, uh, you know, lesson, for me, lessons aren't cheap when people try to have lessons from me. But, mm. but Ross was, like, so committed every week. I'll do this. I'll do this. And then eventually I was like, let me, let me mentor you because um, I'm seeing such a growth in the way that he's playing. And also that he started to, uh, like, really grow very quickly by learning the things mm. that I was showing him. And... Uh, and I felt like that, if I could make a, an impact and give like some sort of inspiration to one person, even when I'm teaching, like I do teaching in the weekends, um, like on Saturdays, because I have time. So I really want to be able to like inspire everyone else that they can feel like, oh, like I feel great about drumming now, rather than, mm. you know, especially like, oh, yeah, I don't know what to do. And everyone has that moment, you see, they just feel... Yeah really low like in the yeah. in the in, in 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 this time especially so i'm trying to make it a positive so i've always felt like ross was one of those guys that i you know old Sc- scottish pal you know yeah <laughs> man it's good to see because he's been a pal of the shop for mm. years and i taught him when he was going through school so it's nice to see i, I know exactly what you mean yeah. when you talk about it like that like yeah. I, i've seen him come up you know so it's it's, it's really positive to see. He was actually, he picked up a kit. Yeah. He's got himself some new drums, so he's, he's pretty excited. So Yeah, he, te- um, he, messaged, he messaged me and go, look, it's arrived. I was like, <laughs> yeah, great. It's, it's, yeah. Really, it's really good. And that, that kind of, um, that excitement is what I want to see. Like, mm. and I, you know, I told him so much about you guys when I like, oh yeah, I know Chris, yeah, I know Paul, okay. you know. I, re- I remember when we used to like do this and they're lovely guys and they're really helpful. And you guys have always been that sort of, you know, like 
cult. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Family. <laughs> no, that, that no, the family that that just really love to take go the extra mile to to like mm. help them with what they want. And you you mentioned um, excitement and, um, and and creating that for people. How do you keep that for yourself with you the amount that you've got to do and 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 being in periods of instability like just now? Yeah, I mean, I I just stay creative. I mean, the thing is, especially at this time, I've been getting into a lot of this, uh, you know, like other parts of technology and, and actually just catching up with people that I've not been able to uh, mm. in the past, mm. you know, two, three years whilst I've been on tour. Uh, so, and just that the excitement has really, like for myself, has been just learning new things like video editing and evidently the camera stuff which i really <laughs> suck at so um but but it's been it's been really great like doing that and and drumio drumio has been yeah. really exciting uh you know it, it's it's been so nice to be able to talk to you know th hundreds of thousands of people just talking drums and how i do what i do and people like you know can are, are in situations where they can relate to you know artists like us um that are in the same position as them but we're sharing being a community and i think it's such a for me that's exciting is to be able to like share my knowledge with people that aspire to do something and and uh mm. yeah like it's amazing I, I always stay positive so mm. that's something i was going to ask you how did the drumio coaching thing come about because obviously you did a drumio lesson right yeah i did i did that in 2000 and 18 so it was um it was actually prior to before the time that i went to boston in zildjian uh and i was actually doing a project for them where i had to write a song out of factory sounds <laughs> like the sounds <laughs> yeah it, it was uh, weird <laughs> but yeah yeah, yeah. I've, I've been to that factory so I, I know what that sounds like yeah it's like yeah can yeah. you can you make a song out of this i'm like okay so i just got the recorder and I started uh, recording like the press, like the, some of the original casts and I just like yeah. hitting them. And, and then uh, I remember the next day I was just sitting at Sarah Hagen's office and like Paul and I had breakfast um, uh, and Sarah had breakfast, this place called Strawberry Fair, where they do the most amazing omelets. If you ever go there, <laughs> omelets are the way forward. Over. Okay. But then, um, I went to the office and I said, yeah, I finished it. And then, uh, but the Drumio thing was, was before that. And we, uh, I think just like later on, I mean, I'm such good friends with them because with Drumio, I originally wanted to go on there when it was like, I was like 21 or 22. Um, because I was like, oh, I'm a songwriter. You know, I don't know if you guys want to, you know, have me there and blah, blah. And there's a guy called Chad. Uh, Ketner, who wonderful guy he's now like one of the marketing guys there and he wanted to bring me over um but he said right now is not the time because they were starting out with the the streaming thing mm -hmm. um so when when it happened uh yeah it was just it was really fun and coming to now uh they were having the idea of having different drummers uh all across the world having their speciality to teach the Drumio Edge members. 
So mine was like songwriting, which I you know, do a lot of uh, for the drummers and drum tracks and stuff like that. So they felt, how about, it was like Dave called me and said, Kaz, how do you feel, how do you feel about writing a song in an hour? <laughs> and, then, <laughs> wow. and I said, oh, okay. <laughs> um, and that, then they were just like, you got to, if you, if you could do this for like the whole time, we'd love to have you be part of our drum, drum your coaches project. And I said, um, okay. <laughs> so yeah, for real, man. Yeah, yeah so, absolutely. Yeah. And it's fun. So it's really nice as well because like Larnell has his speciality, Lionel Lewis, mm. Eric and Prota, Sarah Thoya, Todd, Todd Zuckerman, you know, with his mm. five million. Rock thing. Yeah. yeah. Fly, five million snare drums like that he has. So, <laughs> and I love Todd. Like Todd 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 and I have a like an interconnected uh uh friendship because our our my monitor engineer for Josh Groban is his front of house engineer for sticks. So Oh yeah. wow. <laughs> so we always talk in between and, and Cookie sends pictures of my drum set to him and <laughs> and uh Cookie sends sends me his drum set in the front of us. I go, man, if only I could play this with Josh Groban. <laughs> like, but it would never never happen. But yeah. It's, he's um, some guy, Todd. He's 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 a, we had him on recently. He's, yeah. he's amazing. Such a knowledgeable guy and, and and such an inspiration. And I you know, I grew up watching him, you know. Yeah. Do you think you're talking about like creativity is something that I, I wanted to talk to you a lot about because you've done things like you help design stuff for the TM6 and you write music and all that kind of thing. Do you think that's a skill that you lose if you don't keep it up? Um, you you don't really lose it. I think it's um, it's more of the case of, you know, when you get involved in a project, it kind of sets you up to do more of that in future. So like when I did the TM6 Pro, it was kind of like on a basis of let's, let's bring, you know, cause I've been with Roland for so long and they usually have like Michael Shack and Craig Blundell. And, you know, these are the drummers that I watched when I just heard Roland, I was like, Michael, <laughs> and, you know, yeah. and he's also a drummer coach as well, but and it's like, and Craig Blundell was, another fantastic drummer and I think they just wanted to give me like kind of a shot in like sound sure. design so I think that pushed me to kind of because I did so much sampling and modeling and stuff like that in my own back when I used to have this SPDSX so uh -huh. I mean that's all down to Jules uh Jules Stewart who yeah yeah you know, yeah no Jules yeah, yeah it's like one of my my best mates and he um you know he's kind of built me from the ground up where he used to go all right Kaz we've got this exciting thing happening like you know Craig Craig Blundell's playing you know um this tour with Alex Hutchings and I think he did one of a tour with you guys as well and I only did some of the um some of the dates but he goes Kaz you're gonna but you have to play like this kit and it was like a baby kit <laughs> just next to <laughs> like you can support but you can play this baby kit and it's your first chance to be a demonstrator and I remember I just used to choke all the time. I used to be like, uh, really? uh, "Oh no, go oh, go Gareth no. Gates vibe." Yeah. But it's, oh, um, no. but you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I I think what happened is that, um, you know, because I I I I just had so much anxiety because I was like, "There's so much stuff I have to share." But 
he gave me the confidence to know that when I play, it was different to the way that I communicate. And um, sure. and he allowed me to build build my confidence with that. So and that yeah. that led to other things to that point of being able to sound design for TM6 Pro to like yeah. help develop things that I'd done with Zildjian where, you know, I got like crazy symbols and like the stuff behind me is all like mad stuff, you know, that I've yeah, developed yeah. with Paul, Paul Francis um, mm -hmm. because it, it allowed me to be more confident in like learning how to be more creative with sounds and, and just like continuously learn to, to be, um, you know, learning. Yeah. Yeah. So it all kind of feeds each other. So yeah. you'd understand that a sound design will then feed into how you compose, and you'll be thinking about what symbols you're going to use because you have an idea of what sound you hear and all that. Is that kind of the vibe? Yeah. Exactly. You nailed it. <laughs> so it's just it's just, it's 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 all it's all an array of array of things as well as like taking the time to not do something that you're so used to doing. For example, like being a drummer is just one dimension. And if you start sure. to create a, 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 an array of dimensions, you know, <laughs> you know, like yeah. thinking like beyond 4D and 5D, 6, you want to be 10D. Yeah, right. <laughs> like you want to start understanding programming, how to use logic, how do I do the miking, how does audio world work with just the drumming part of like, if I'm playing this snare drum in this part of the room, does that sound better than that side of the room or this side yeah. of the room? Like, and all those things are really important for me because um, I had to learn how to do that. Like, you know, whether it was watching Simon Phillips, just, you know, when Simon, uh, we, we did a, a, a front cover like last year, a, a year before, uh, well, last year we had a front cover and we sat down at Ronnie Scott's and he was telling me like, you know, this is the sweet spot for my drums. I was just like, uh -huh. <laughs> like yeah. you know, and, and I was wondering why, but he was just like, he just, he was just clapping everywhere. Yeah. Learning how he does things that inspired me to know, all right, now I'm going to go in my studio and set my drum in a specific place in the studio, you know? So it, it's, it's all a learning curve. It's like how it's such a powerful thing to, to have knowledge and, and, and add to your skill set, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So when you got to sound design then, how much knowledge of the inner workings of electronics did you already have? Or was that something you were learning as you were doing it? I was learning it as I was doing it, you know. Right. I used yeah. to, when I was a kid, I used to like experiment and break a Casio keyboard apart. <laughs> the guts. <laughs> you know that button that says DJ on it? Like yeah that. yeah my favorite <laughs> button yeah the gcse music keyboard that's that's what i call it but, um, <laughs> but um, you know that and uh i used to literally just uh i i, I bought one uh, i saved up for like birthday money when i was a kid and then i i tore it apart and then i looked on the internet when uh millennials won't know this but you know, 56k dial-up dial speed you know, was, <laughs> was was a revolution back then. Using yeah, man, yeah, it's like and I and I used to, you know, look at instructions on how to make trigger light sounds and oh, okay, and I, I used to attach each transducer from the piano to uh and 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 solder stuff. So my my dad was like, "What do you want for Christmas? A soldering kit." 
Like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, don't you want a remote control car or like, you know, the, the, the car that, that like turns into yeah, a Cobra yeah. and spits out water. It's like, no, I want a soldering no. kit. So, and then I, I got these transducers and then I used to put these patches and I used to stick them on my body. Oh, wow. And, and then I started tapping and it made piano sounds. And then, and then I found out the tra- the DJ sound was there. So I just put that in there and I was like, DJ, DJ, DJ. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it was, yeah. So I think I fell in love with electronics then, but uh, learning how it worked was like a, a learning progress until now. And it's, it's helped me so much with, you know, quick things like how do I help with workflow like when I do the TM6 Pro, well, I use the TM6 Pro everywhere now. And then, um, you know, helping with the sounds that people really want to hear. You know, like, yeah, not yeah, like right. the old classic sounds that Roland have, which are legendary. But with the TM6 Pro, we designed our own kits. And it was just yeah. like, oh, my God, they've got, the, they've got the, the stock kit or they've got the growler kit. And what they don't realize is, like, I recorded a door being shut and pitch shifted it. And put it down and then put like a flanger and processed it. And people were like, oh, that growler sounds like a nice little bass line. It's like, wow, wow. And I was like, yeah, it's just a door being slammed in my studio. <laughs> That's amazing, man. You know, stuff like that. And it is, it's learning how to do that was such a watch, uh, which was exciting. And that's what stemmed from like now, you know, I do loads of things with Roland and some coming up and yeah, all the time. It you must... should totally do for like a, a laugh, like just break apart another Casio keyboard and walk out in the next demonstration and just be like, guys, <laughs> I am the keyboard. Like, yeah. watch this. I yeah. will do that. Yeah. If I if there's some way that Josh Corbin will let me do it, because like he he lets me he yeah, he did he lets me uh like we I have a song that I wrote for our live set. And um, Oh wow, cool. So Josh like said to me at rehearsals, he goes, Kaz, like you know, the MD is all Tariq Akoni, one of the most amazing musical mm. directors. And, and I mean, you know, it, it was amazing for me to come into that band, but he just said, can you make a song for the live set? It's like a two, three minute instrumental, but it's all like, I want you to be you. Like, this is the part where you get to blow up and go crazy. And I was like, oh, okay. So I had like a little keyboard and, and, uh, and I just made this composition. <laughs> and you took it apart. <laughs> yeah. And then tagged everything on top. No, I'm <laughs> no, but um, yeah, but he was, he was, he was, um, he was so sweet because, like, I wrote it in the space of a, of like, two hours, three hours to write this introduction. Next day, they're like, okay, great, we've sent it off to the the chart makers and the scorers and the conductor, and then like a seventy-eight piece orchestra started playing, it. and I was like, and then we played it at Red Rocks, and I was like, I can't believe this is my tune. This is mad. It's like, you know, um, and it, and all that stuff was because you know he he allowed me to do it. But you never know. If I ask him, if we when we go back on tour with Josh, I'll probably just go. All right, man. So I bought this Casio keyboard over. <laughs> so just bear with me. Just gotta. <laughs> it's like musical like, operation uh, a special yeah. gig a special gig suit that you wear yeah. just with keyboard on it just and wear like a stage mask <laughs> Look, there was like it was like the, the the third member of daft punk that did not exist <laughs> it's like 
<laughs> Brilliant. Man, uh, I, I, nice. I'd pay good money. I'd yep. pay good money for that. I'll make it happen. That'd be you. amazing. <laughs> I'll make it Hells happen. Yeah. <laughs> Hells yeah. So obviously you spoke about, you know, playing with Josh Groban. Um, I mean, that's a lot itself to unpack, but I couldn't help but notice the drums you're playing on on that tour are just absolutely phenomenal. Oh, thank you. So do you want to talk to us a little bit about those? Because they, yeah. they look like just works of art. Oh, man. They're amazing. Tama, man. Tama. I mean, <laughs> it's actually this kit. This is... Oh, oh wow. wow. Yeah, beautiful. That. Yeah, so um, so that was a that that was the kit um, that I used with Josh, and it was also filmed on the DVD with uh, with Josh at Madison Square Gardens, and mm. it was um, it's a Star Walnut, a Tama Star Walnut, and mm. it's um, such a such a special kit because I I really originally. You know, it was such a blessing to to play on that with with this setup and learning how to really understand what Josh wanted. Because I came from a fusion background, so you know, I, I, mm. and I, these guys are like, this is crossover. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Josh is a renowned cross, cross. He plays different styles, like so mm-hmm. many different styles. And as simple as some songs are, you know. There are some songs that he does in time signatures, and it's like there's a song called Alleluce, and it's like, what? <laughs> it's like <laughs> five, seven, nine, four, four. Okay, great. Five again. Okay, like, you know. <laughs> but but it's it was learning as a learning curve. So this kit um, really spoke really well in that arena environment because it's such a as you know, like you know, you've got these in your shop as well, where the the dynamics aren't so overbearing. It's just not so loud. The kit is yeah. not really loud. And um, I used the 24 inch kick, which is actually there. The, so I, I used the 24 as my main. This is a 20 and they're both by right. um, 14. The depth is 14. Mm. And uh, yeah, it just, it was weird. I did the weirdest sizes for this kick <laughs> <laughs> because the time I were like, what do you want? Uh, what do you want, like, you know, made? And I was like, um, I don't know, like a 15-inch duo snare? <laughs> okay, what size bass drum do you want? 14 by 20? 24 by 14? Um, maybe a 18 and a 16-inch floor tom as well? And, and that, they were just like, okay. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I mean the, the 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 kit for that for that tour was it, it is special. But now that um, I have this back in London, we changed the configuration of it. Uh, mm. I've I've got a, a, another kit in LA which is just hanging there, and I miss it very much. It's a star <laughs> maple uh, blue, oh, yeah, yeah. blue yeah. maple ocean, and that one I went. Oh, the, yeah. yeah, that one I went really full on. <laughs> I just I went uh, like eight, ten, twelve, uh, fourteen geo snare back to normal, <laughs> and then sixteen, eighteen floor, uh, twenty by sixteen kick, and a twenty-four by six, sixteen kick, which actually hmm. made more sense because it had that low end register coming back again. Um, mm-hmm. But this kick, I basically had nothing in there in order to get as much sub as I could because it's so shallow. Yeah. Um, and then I randomly just said, what the hell, I'll get a gong. 
Because <laughs> why not? Yeah, uh, why not? But we used it. We used it like, like only in one song, and and every time we played it, we're like, no, don't miss it. It's <laughs> just like, yeah. but it's it sounds so good. But like, I was just into the showmanship thing, and it just yeah, like, man. It's like yeah. played on those stages. That's what it's about, of course. Absolutely. You know, uh-huh. Yeah, just play, it was like in Red Rocks, and I was just like, one, two, three, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> but it's like boom, boom, boom. It's just like, but then it got to the point where it was super because we have a percussionist, um, you know, right. a really fantastic percussionist. We have like it was a switch between a guy called uh, MP Gordy, uh, hmm. who, who does a lot of films, and um, Pete, uh, is, uh, Pete, uh, and another guy called Daniel something. But they're they're amazing percussionists, but they. You know, they already had gong drums. So yeah. <laughs> I was trying to go, let's do it together. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's be in sync. A big, a big gong duo. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's like, a, just, yeah, it just, it just, you know, works. And, um, but I don't know, the, the, the kit with this kit is just so crispy and, and, and it just, it works really well. I mean, like the way that I play, as much as I play loud, um, mm-hmm. I try to, it visually looks like I'm playing loud, but I'm reality, I'm not because the kit is so dynamically controlled and Tama, Tama have always like stepped their game up every single yeah. year with fantastic uh, drum series. And to be a star drum artist was like a dream come true because it's like, you know what? Yeah, we were, we were talking about this today yeah. that you've been uh, really loyal to your brands for yeah. the, the length of time I've known you. It's always been Tama, Zildjian, Roland and Vic, right? Yeah, and, and, and that's the thing. With Vic Firth, I, I, I left Vic Firth to become a Zildjian signature artist. So, mm, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it's still kind of the same company. So Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. the same. They're, they're made yeah. in the same factory. So. Yeah, and, and re- realistically, you know, I used to play Dennis Chambers sticks as well and Peter Erskine yeah. sticks, uh, ride sticks, yeah. and they were fantastic sticks, but my dream was to be a Zildjian stick artist. Um, and when that happened, it was the right move to make at that time. Um, mm. But I've been loyal because I believe in the, the, the symbols and uh, the drums, the Tama's, you know, I have that poster of Simon Phillips, <laughs> like, si- and, and that was my dream when I was a 10 year old kid watching Simon Phillips play Tama and Zildjian. And I was yeah. like, I do not want to play anything but that. And mm. then we, you know, share a cover together. And I, and I was just like, uh, 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 Simon. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, so, yeah. Yeah. You know, and we're both, yeah. you know, having that register and, and, and to be able to like have that dream happen. It's like, mm-hmm. was such a, a movement for me. So I could actually give that, that, that same uh, resonating inspiration to like younger generations of drummers who yeah that's it that's just what i was about to say i mean you know from having simon phillips as a poster on your wall Mm. to being you know equals on the cover of a magazine you know it's it's pretty inspiring stuff man oh thank you man yeah i mean like that's the thing i see with like the one of the kids that i teach like you know ross i say a kid but he's like giant he's taller than me yeah, it's a total lie. Though. It's like, are you sure you're like 21 or 19 or like? <laughs> yeah. I don't, damn, like it's, it's, it must be something in the haggis. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. 
Square sausage. Actually, funny enough. Absolutely. He sent me for last year. I said, he goes, oh, I want to send you something. Because I kept on talking to him about my favorite food. My food, uh, my food source of choice in Scotland is square sausage. Yeah, man. Square sausage. So yeah. he sent me square sausage mix. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, but absolute yes. result. But yeah, you know, it's it's important to just to you know you get inspired by these brands, and I'm so I feel like being loyal is is also a, a part of how you generate such a relationship. You know, Tama from when I first started was in. Uh, you know, in 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 a with with headstock, you know, just coming yeah. in mm-hmm. playing their drums. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. yeah, do you want? And I did it for free. Like I I just go there and play. I wasn't even endorsed. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. they're like, we've seen you around. Do you want to just do some playing? And then I got signed, um, playing Star Classic, uh, a Star Classic kit that I saved up for, and to now it's been a journey. I've been with Tama for like. 13 years now it's like yeah we were, we were talking to ian on the last episode mm. and we were talking about endorsements yeah. and, and just the kind of weird and wonderful requests he gets and and yeah. you know as to see a guy that that has grafted from the very beginning being super loyal to then being lifted to a flagship artist is yeah. pretty amazing to see man thank you man and also not even demanding it either like yeah. it just you know because you 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 weren't exactly going in there just because you wanted sponsored by those drums you've played those drums because you've loved them i love them yeah and it's so key you have to love the product like and 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 the important thing is i don't know if like ian had mentioned this but you know it's so important that you buy the stuff first yeah yeah it it did yeah yeah. and and it's like how you know as an artist myself now to knowing back how i was it's like um you know, the 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 shop when I, when the shop was rhythm bass. You know, uh, I always keep saying rhythm bass for some reason. But you know, <laughs> but when I was there, I remember like playing those hi hats. Even though I was a Zildjian artist already, uh, you know, I loved those hi hats so much uh, that I said to Paul, "I am not going to wait. I just want to buy them." Yeah, and, and I bought them. Like I didn't. I didn't need to like ask for it for free. I just wanted to buy them because I love that sound. And then, but not not only did that make that relationship work for 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 me to buy that symbol from your store, it, I, I actually left with two great things, like a friendship with with you guys. Yeah. And I left with something that I bought from you guys that I valued and I still value, and I will never sell that. That's like that's yeah. It's it's like when I look at those hats, I think of you guys. Yeah. So like, yeah when I'm playing, sure. I'm like, I mean, you know, I would. It was not as romantic as like, oh, when I look across the ocean, I think of you. <laughs> no, when I see these pair of eye hats, my heart will go on. Yeah. Yeah, but listen, we th- when when we hear your name, that's that's triggered in my head too. Mm. Oh, oh man, he bought his gear from us. He doesn't yeah. freeload. He's not looking to. Yeah. to take he's look you know it feels like looking to give rather than to take yeah. you know and and the key is the key is actually um the key is actually to be able to be um you know focused on your music like what helps you create like mm-hmm. there are things that i love gadgets i love and uh, and uh, i'm obsessed with gadgets like the thing that helps me with workflow is great like 
you know, I'm, I'm grateful with, with like companies that want to like work with me and, and, and want to support me. Like, you know, whether I'm using earthworks microphones or, you know, you, the, the sticks that I get or, you know, something silly like this, like, you know, you know like, what is it? Like, you know, but it's, it's controllers that want to, that want to help me, like people that want to help me with my workflow and also like the studio like is getting redesigned and all that and these guys do it because they want to help and they know that i'm just focusing on music and that, that's happened because in the past i've been willing to buy stuff like i i've always always want to buy things like you're not going to go to sony and go yeah hey guys i'm a i'm a drummer <sighs> And I want a camera. Like, no, it's like <laughs> buy the damn thing. And you know, I I invest in things that will allow me to to understand it more. And maybe in time, people will be able to see that. It's like, you know, I talk about you guys a lot. Like when when um like some of my friends would always go, oh, you know, I'm up in Glasgow, like, or you know, you know, I want to buy like some sort of drum thing, like you know, for my for my nephew or, or for someone yeah. i'm like go to <laughs> i kept on saying rhythm bass and they're like we can't find it on the system it's like <laughs> oh damn no, no. but drummers only like you guys because again it's just that that way that investing in something is just really it it, it teaches you a lot and in order to mm. get it's not even the goal is not about getting three things the the goal of it is is you to just keep creating and when you're in when you're the people that you endorse the companies you endorse see how hard you work and nothing is stopping you from that they will just yeah. they will support you that's the, the the point and you're giving back by you know doing things like videos content sharing and being this community thing and they're like oh yeah Kaz, like you know there's a symbol resonance system was just purely because somebody said you should try these out and the guy had hit me up y'all he's a fantastic guy and he was like do you want to try them? i was like yeah sure and because then i started playing them on the social media and like loads of people are after it after it now and i was just like yeah. oh great and then that relationship was with sound attack and and that's like any way i could help especially at this time with 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 different like all my mates, like we're all we're all supposed to we're all supposed to be a community, you know, and, and yeah, and, and it's pretty small as well. Yeah, it's it's too small for anybody to be slinging arrows, you know. It, yeah. it, it all it all needs kind of helped out, you know. Yeah. It's it's you know. You guys, you guys have a part to play in it as well, and I say this a lot. Where a lot a lot of yourself comes from the people that you've built your journey with. And yeah. if I hadn't done that, my first clinic on Drumworld was with you guys. Yeah, yeah. We did the Star the Star Clinic tour, the Star Drum Clinic tour with a beautiful Babinga kit. You know, yeah. you and I, like Chris, you and I were like drooling over it. And yeah. I was like, I'm just scared to play it, mate. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> you know. But we, but the the fact is that I got to meet you guys and 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 to to then transcend from that they're going to another shop doing another tour and it i built my confidence but then i came back going 
where everybody knows each other. <laughs> like, you know, it is a, such a small world, but we get to we get to grow with that. And my I never take that for granted. I'm not like, yeah, I don't know you guys anymore. No, like if I ever am in town and if I'm around, I would be like, I want to go visit you guys or I see you at a drum festival like the yeah, drum show real. and i'm like guys oh man yeah you're like right. you're uh, like piss off kaz we got sonar <laughs> here we don't want it to you. oh man you we've told here. that story yeah we've told that story a couple of times on the podcast of just you you i've actually forgot that you and aaron aaron spears walked past us as we were just in just armageddon That's basically right i trying to build sonar stand oh, uh like the drums turning up hours late oh yeah and we were there yeah like oh, just yeah. everybody everybody's away at the pub and adam and i are crying because yeah, our drums haven't even arrived yet you know Tom, like thomas was thomas was stressing out is, big is, time, that, man. is that the time where you know chris coleman and yeah and, and um chris chris like chris coleman and aaron like are my big brothers because they they've always they've seen me from the ground up and they yeah mm. but you know now that aaron like because you know i knew aaron was going to switch like way before everybody would know and we yeah and that's why i made that song for him called switch <laughs> so for ah, his, okay. Ah, okay. Thing. so yeah but uh, <laughs> dj dj yeah you know but um but the you know and i think there's so many drum companies that are like, making fantastic things now and it's just like yeah if, for me you know tama is always the thing but it's so nice to be able to see like what everybody really loves and and you can understand why each like drum dealer or drum shop is so connected with a drum brand that really goes wow wow and i get yeah, i get sure. teased all the time with aaron and chris like when chris and i were in china doing a drum show together like a drum tour together out of mm. the music china not it wasn't anything to do with music china but it was a like a separate tour and he played this sonar snare drum all the time and he'd be like and i'm like yeah it sounds really good he goes kaz <laughs> this i'm like yeah but how about this yeah that sounds good too <laughs> but how about this and i'm like we're just going back and forth but and aaron, aaron would just send me funny clips of like him just playing his toms and he goes well they sound pretty good don't they bro and i'm like yeah but so do my drums <laughs> <laughs> you should you should uh you should start sort of bagging them and sit behind a dw kit and, and just send them a send them a video of you playing a d they sound great man they sound great are you sure like, that you wanted to no. Yeah. <laughs> no no one buys america no yeah like... it's so fine i mean i like i said that the the whole thing like the, every there's so many great drum brands out there and it, remember it all that it comes down to you is what resonates yeah. with you and i think that's yeah. that's the magic that you know like even when i like i said coming to the fact that i see you guys and and it you know i don't get to see you guys on an everyday basis like i no, I, no. I see you on a on a yearly basis once a, <laughs> once a year and and i yeah. walk part cross paths but it's so nice to see the changes and and see how everybody's like doing something different and it, it's it's like nice it yeah. makes me happy you know yeah man. So, i get it i absolutely get it um Talking of changes, I was I've been like and researching for all this is we, we every time we have a guest on we'll go we'll go into research mode. Watching you play a lot and there's been like a massive change in the way you play. Mm. There's been there's just much more 
I hesitate to say the word flow, but the way you you look totally different when you play now than when than like twenty thirteen. It's called gaining weight. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, it's called the metabolism has gone out the window. Yeah, no, I think um, I th- I think what happened is that I had to understand a lot by growing as a drummer because I think when I first started playing, it was you know I knew in myself what was what I was doing too much of, and I th- oh I don't I don't yeah. even mean it like that. Oh, no, yeah. I know. Mean, yeah, I like- mean. You, you just look way more chill when you play. Like oh, it's yeah. just all. It's just like you're you're just absolutely centered with the way you're sitting. Yeah. Like there's just no extra motion when there doesn't need to be. The pockets just deep. You Thanks. know, it's just there's just been a change. It's just like, huh? It's like it's like when you don't see someone play for so long and they just go. Yeah. You know, it's just. Yeah, I mean, thanks. I mean, like, like, I know you didn't mean it in that way, but I was just kind of yeah. saying. I was saying it in the in the sake for me, I had to, I had to see what I was, what was going on because, hmm. like, you know, when I was that time period, I was doing that tour. People were videoing me and putting it on YouTube, mm. and I look mm. back at it and I go, man, like I'm 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 straining. <laughs> it's like. Mm. Uh, and I think it's purely because of that kid mentality of just blasting it out. And I, I learned that I had to like re- restart and refresh everything because I was so focused on the writing that I didn't focus too much on the drumming. And then I think as I grew, I learned how to do things right. And the first gig that I landed um, doing um, Jesse Weir at the time, yeah, mm. you know, playing pocket was like changed me because yeah i that was the thing i grew up playing i watched steve jordan simon playing like you know judas priest records <laughs> like you know yeah yeah there yeah. we go what simon yeah and you know yeah, yeah, and yeah. watching like john Tempesta and all these hard hitters but i i was such a confused guy but when i got to the point as i got older i learned how to control and i think that's just a forever forever thing like you've got to keep mm. Learn. I'm still learning, you know, and um, as I progressed, it was purely because, especially this last uh, four years, because since I started touring arenas and, and, mm-hmm. and playing <laughs> loud, <laughs> you know, yeah. then going back into the studio and knowing where my sweet spot was, um, it changed mm-hmm. It changed the way that I played. And, and especially when, you know, you come to a point in your age when you get older, it gets harder. Yeah, I was just going to ask about arenas as well, actually, because that that those kind of gigs must make you take all the stuff out, like strip it to bare bones, because you can't hear it. The no. back row's not going to hear all that nuance. Yeah, I'm not going to be like, yeah. did you like that little article? That yeah, is, cool. Is gate. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you won't even be able to trigger DJ on it. So, um, <laughs> you know, um, but I, I did, I did understand the reason for it like and, and learning how to play pocket more especially with josh because funny thing was it was a it was a massive head turner i guess it was a real big head turner for like in terms of my social media the the, the fan base that I was watching me was more of like the technicality the fusion stuff that i was doing um and then they started to realize because you know I'd done the pop stuff before that where it was like you know Jesse Ware, Sinead Harnett. Then I did like a few Rita Ora shows, and then 
depth for like my good friend Ollie Wiseman for like Wilkinson and all these guys and they were like yeah but it's pop but then when Josh called me it was purely because of Drumio wow it was okay. Weird. oh wow okay oh yeah, yeah. This, is a, this is a fun fact but like he watched me on Drumio and Tarek was also watching me to find a drummer that was something that of what different because um, the previous drummer was Dave Desenzo yeah, I was just about to ask, yeah. is that who you replaced? Yeah, it's, and it was just, it was such a an honor for me uh, because I grew up watching Dave, and Dave's a powerhouse yeah. drummer. Yeah, he's yeah. a beast, man. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I mean, his, I know, you know, now he's like one of my great buddies, but, um, you know, playing the way that he plays is unreal. And then before that was Gary Novak. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like, you know, OG legend man. Legend. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, big team. He's, yeah. he's always like, "Yeah, baby, that's sexy. <laughs> that's a sexy <laughs> drum." <laughs> you know, I'm like, "All right, bro." Yeah, but um, <laughs> and he, you know, these guys are like, you know, I had to really understand the heritage behind Josh, and Josh wanted to find a drummer that that had something to to bring to the band, right? Yeah, because these guys are OGs. Like Tarek Akoni is like major like you know christina aguilera dolly parton paul mccartney steve tyler list goes on he plays with like powerhouses <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. and then yeah. and 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 then you've got like this cameroonian bass player who just doesn't he plays in so many crazy cameroonian time signatures and and i always ask him where is the one he's like okay one yeah one <laughs> what uh. <laughs> Uh, but but there's I mean everybody's done some great stuff there and for me to be the youngest guy and pretty much the only guy from the UK <laughs> you know yeah. it was such a nice way to feel like they they could really uh, trust me in it and that is because of songwriting Dromeo brought us together because Steve Jordan you know had done some song songwriting with Josh in the previous album in the Bridges album um, okay. and didn't Steve Jordan come and see you play as well. Yeah, Steve Jordan and I played together last year. Whoa. Wow. So we, we played... Um, so Steve actually came to one of the shows uh, in Nashville. We were at the Bridgestone Arena, the first Bridges tour that we did. And mm. yeah, he just like... I was in the green room just like like chilling, just playing uh, my Nintendo Switch. <laughs> just playing Zelda, man. I was, I was getting annoyed. <laughs> I was like, man, <laughs> I've got to get... Damn you, puzzle! Um, I need more arrows. But then, and then Tarek was like, "Hey, Kaz, uh, look, someone here to see you, buddy." And I turned around. And I was like, <laughs> "At which point the switch slow motion falls out your hand yeah. and just hits the ground." Yeah, yeah, and it's you know Steve being an amazing legend, but he's really good friends with Josh, and Josh has some songs produced by him. And mm. uh, you know, he it was a pressure because the songs that we play, like River, there's a song called River, and we. Uh, I, that's him on the drums so I'm playing mm -hmm. it live <laughs> yeah. and he's just there listening and I'm like I hope you I hope I don't I don't hope I don't mess up I hope he enjoys it and then after he's like man you sounded great man I was like whoa thanks man and then we did Radio City last year and uh, we all played we both played together and it was this song that wow. we played um, uh, I can't remember what song I think it was like what it was like a cover of of um I think it was like a Paul Simon tune that we were uh -huh. we were covering, and and I sat down and 
and I said to Steve, I said, so how do you want to do this? We're both going to be playing this song together because <laughs> two drummers together. And he goes, ah, oh, don't worry. He goes, ah, oh, don't worry, baby, man. I, I, I'm a follow. I'm going to follow you. I'm going to, uh, that, you know, he goes, you got the click. So yeah, you keep the time and we play together and let's just have fun. I'm like, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but then we, you know, then, I mean, the great thing is because now we see each other like, like, when whenever the Joshua things happen and he's there, we just continuously talk and catch up and it's fun. Like at the end of the show, it was so amazing because everyone was like, ah, and like Pino Palladino was there and Sharky and everyone's wow. like, Oh, it was so fun, man. And it's like Steve's like, Yeah, it was so fun. Like, hey, all right, cool. Off to the bar. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you know, it's just fun. And 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 the way that Steve plays, God, like like I got the full view. Like He's playing, yeah, his, right. he's playing his Rogers kit. I don't know if you know about his tech. Steve's tech is like really renowned for like, he just gets everything on the tee. Like Steve just walks up and goes, yeah, great. Cool. <laughs> but watching him <laughs> wow. sound check and play the song and we do this number with an Elton John cover. Um, and it's like, uh, it, it's just like, one, two. What? So yeah. I was playing that without Steve. With the, when the time that Steve came, we played together. And I just said, I'm just going to play tambourine. So I literally just stood up and watched him play and the pocket. Yeah. Oh, like my gut was like, yeah. and he's just chill. And it, I guess like all these things just, you know, all this, all these things just happened in time. And I never realized that I'd meet some of my heroes and and like meeting you know knowing that some of our production team work with james taylor you know like mm. and then you know that james taylor is with you know steve gadd yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's, fu- it's funny man you it feels like you're in my head tonight because i was just going to tell a story about like you talk about watching someone like uh, steve jordan there's a podcast episode and i can't remember the guy's name off the top of my head but he plays keyboards for james taylor mm. but there's one particular song that i think that james and steve do as a duo so he would just come off the keyboards and sit right behind gad and just watch him every night just yeah. be like oh just like mm-hmm. being that close to a guy that that legendary is just like incredible you know it's just unreal. every night is a lesson he's not even a drummer but every night is a lesson in pocket and time and all mm-hmm. that you know absolutely and you learn a lot and I think this is something that we forget as millennial kind of new generation yeah. drummers. We we really have to go back to we have to go back in time to to know what because if you go back in time and that's how I created my space of where where I am as a as a drummer and a and a composer because I I can't do what everyone else has done. Like there's no point. Yeah. yeah. Like you go as far as like you know loads of people now go as far as dennis chambers or vinnie caluta mm. steve yeah. gad some people like i i, I go, almost got sick to my stomach when some people go oh yeah i heard of steve gad but yeah not familiar but i'm like come on guys like seriously yeah. like listen to those guys like dr john does that does that yeah, yeah. you know do you listen to all of those stuff or do you do you, you know, going even further, like, let's go back, you know, I listen to like Tony Williams, some people don't know yeah. Tony Williams, mm-hmm. or Max Roach, or Elvin, or yeah. go further, yeah. Baby Dodds, 
when yeah, yeah. when baby dodds never even played cymbals he just played <laughs> the drums yeah, you know? absolutely but yeah. but then when you realize that you learn all these things to be able to find a space in today's generation and what you tend to see a lot now is like you know i i started doing the the drum track stuff and when people started doing like you know more people now make a lot of backing tracks now mm. drummers but the great thing about it is that i'm i'm happy for that i'm not like competing because i realized that because i made something work for a drum community more people are doing that and that makes me happy to know that i don't have to write 500 songs anymore <laughs> as much you know <laughs> yeah but you're right like i mean i guess you get guys nowadays especially like of our generation who won't look back and won't be inspired and the result of that you see it on social media all the time mm. you know all these drummers just sound the same they don't have their own personality yeah. they don't have their own groove or pocket you know yeah. they're you all guys, just trying to out chop um, each other did you guys see that tweet that when that went out when mccartney played with kanye yeah and some some guy was like, "Oh, that's really nice of Kanye helping this old guy out." Yeah, and like I don't know who this Paul McCartney is, but yeah, he's like, going to yeah. be so famous after this. Like, like, ah, bro, like, like mm, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, it's, that's kind of embarrassing, you know. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's the same. Like, I mean, like I love what a lot of new generation drummers are doing, and there's some people that really are doing really great. Like, you know, I watched this 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 kid called JD Beck. You know, play mm, yeah, 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 super yeah. young. And now he's like that guy and he's something to someone to watch when he gets older, he's going to be crazy. And, you know, Mike Mitchell, you know, also known as black dynamite. And, you know, these guys are like really good friends, but they, they, they're such inspiring drummers, like for the new age of what's going on. And, and I feel like you don't have to prove by being the most technical, but what is the space that really reaches out to you? And when you see yeah. other people, like other drummers, try to imitate these guys or like myself or like Aaron or an Ash Stone or, or something like that, it's it's almost like it's it's almost in like endearing or like it's humbling to know that they feel the inspiration. But the key, and that's why when I teach, I try to teach in a way that that you can find your voice rather than going, This yeah. is right, left. Right, right, sure. kick, kick, flam, DJ, and then you know, <laughs> you know, it's more about this is what I'm doing, but I want you to 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 stem it into something. It's like a tree, like mm. you're not going to get the same branch, or no, it's not no. going to be symmetrical. Mm. You're always going to find different alternations. The shapes are always different. Every tree looks different, and and, mm. and it's important that you have the seed planted in a place where you can let it you got to take time in order for something to 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 look different or unique in a way that it becomes something really beautiful and, and that's what i do in my teaching because it is so do, do you yeah do, do you have a way that you get that from people what in in terms of what? Sorry, what was that? So in terms of in terms of like pulling their sound or their like, how do you get them to find their own voice? You know, like yeah. is there a, is there a, a method or do you just take what they have and and let them see it? Well, yeah, I so usually what I do is I record. I get all my students to record the lessons. Right. So what they hear from me in my studio is like the full, the full shebang. Like they hear all the audio come out. 
the way that I play and articulate, but they do it and then they they think they're doing the same thing, but it's it's different. So for them to kind of see that, um, and I can see in someone's playing that I won't, like I, I think teachers are all, they all have their opinions. Like, yeah. I think every every teacher has their way of how they've learned and how they like to teach and how to uh, resonate some knowledge to, to the individual. My way of teaching is 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 more about for them to self-discover what they're doing wrong and what they're doing right and what what is stopping them from doing. Like Ross, when I first met Ross and heard him play, he was like really, you know, stiff stagnant yeah. he wasn't getting out i didn't teach him how to be fast <laughs> you know <laughs> i i taught him how to relax and yeah he's slowly getting good at that now because he's starting to think oh i don't have to hold my complete forearm forearm <laughs> with the stick and tape yeah. the stick to my wrist you know yeah, it's yeah. more like oh well that's how i'm doing and he and that's how I kind of teach where if you self-discover that what's going on and then you have this diary of, and that's why I always try to do, I always tell them to like post some, post something on Instagram, post something of you playing a groove, just a groove on Instagram, then do another groove in a month's time, post that on Instagram and see how much you've developed. And that's, that's what I try to get them to do so they can see that like sure. and and not me going okay we're going to do this this exercise is this and that is that because i believe that if you learn through like what read like books and things like that yeah. that's that's again that one dimension of learning but it's down to you of how you articulate the information and yeah. i i think books are valuable because you know i don't come from a reading background but I'm also, you know, I'm writing a book with Hudson, like right now, like, uh -huh. and, and it's, for me, it's a challenge because I don't read, but yeah. the great guys at Hudson are like <laughs> taking my videos and breaking it down for every time I send them files. And it's like, great. Like, and, but the way that the information is coming across is that I want to be able to have them understand what's going on and, sure. but not in a, like a strict where like this is how you should this is how things should be done and that's the only way like you it's like when people say do you have to play traditional grip or do you have to play match grip yeah mm. do, you, do, you, do you like what's what's right and what's wrong everyone would have an opinion yeah but you've got to do what what works for you you know yeah and uh that's my kind of theory with when i teach drumming it's more like how to unlock the the feeling out of you <laughs> You know, you is that something yeah. you figured out for yourself or were you taught that? I'm self-taught. Right, so, okay, so, cool. So being self-taught, and it's something you can't be taught. Like, you can't you can't teach someone to be more groovy, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a self thing, but that comes from the mind. And what I try to do is, like, I most of my stuff, I talk about the life, uh, the life aspect of, of being a drummer and channeling this with this, like, this is linked. Yeah. If you if you start to think like just this, you're just that's that's just taking information from a, you know, not everyone can be Vinnie Caluta. 
No. <laughs> you no, know, sure. head and heart. And that's the key. I think a lot of people use one or the other. And I think, mm-hmm. uh, I've, in my, my, this is just my view, but to have both, it's, it's a forever going, it's a, it's a journey. It's a journey. Yeah. You can't just go, that's it. I nailed it. it it's mm-hmm. a relationship. <laughs> it's a relationship. Yeah. So 100%. does that mean, sorry, I, I, every time you answer a question, it makes me have another question. <laughs> so like, does that mean then that the mood you're in will affect how you play that day? Yeah. Like it's, it's a human thing. We're human. And I hmm. think, you know. But like when you have to hit it every night with Josh. Yeah. You can't be. So how do you, how do you still maintain that, but disconnect from whatever mood you're in? Oh yeah. I mean, when it comes to the music, the music is 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 the heal, healing moment. That's, the music mm. is healing. As creatives, right, yeah. we're affected by the way that we hear something, especially yeah. with me. I mean, yeah. You know, like you hear a, a, a great sounding record and you're like, oh, it feels so good. I feel so yeah. good. And it's the same thing yeah. with Josh. It's like, no matter what, if you if I have a good day or a bad day, um, I'm still on that stage connecting with that music because it, it makes me feel good. And also you get a really great in mix. So that's it. That's like, yeah. But it's, um, it's, it's really important to, to connect with the emotion behind the song because like if Josh is singing like every night with his emotions out and it, you, you get, I always get his going like this every mm. time he sings and I got to give him that equal, you know, even when we play, yeah. you raise me up. It's like, you raise me. <laughs> yes, mate. Come on, Josh. <laughs> you know, yeah. and it's and it, it and I have to feel that. It, yeah. But uh, when I come off the stage, it, I, I will always feel great about it. I was, I would always feel great or better than the challenge that I felt before the show and after the show. Like I and I, and and after the show, I, I always feel like this adrenaline rush of like, you know, amazing, like it's amazing. And, and to whenever Josh, you know, like I know when Josh, like every day he, when we played the shows, he would always be like, guys, you sounded great, man. You guys sounded great. Like, oh, you sounded great. And that, Mm. that lifts us. But it's even more amazing that Josh trusts us. Yeah. As a as a as a band, as a family that we are, because he doesn't treat and that amazing thing for me, being in a session world back in the day, is completely different with Josh. We are mm. a family. Like mm. it's it's like you get a lot of session guys going, Yeah, man, that's my family, you know. But really and truly you're just a session guy that they don't care yeah. about. But with Josh, it's like he 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 treats you as an artist. Like you are an artist. Everyone in the band is an artist. And, you know, and that's the way he brought me in. When he brought me into America, he, you know, he, he paid for my visa. Like he paid. Wow. He personally made my entire drum, all my drum stuff went there. He paid for, like everything. Like it was just, and for me, that, that was like a godsend. And then I was used to like wanting to set up my own drums. Like I was like, oh, I've got to do that. my drum tech. I had my own drum tech. I was like, yeah, what? You know, <laughs> yeah. it's very rare to have that because when you're doing yeah. 
pop gigs you just have one guy who does everything for you <laughs> you know yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah for the whole tour yeah mm-hmm. and we had our yeah. own allocated texts and and the way that it was treat we were treated was such an amazing feeling to and i'd never take it for granted like i sure. i always i'd always like be grateful for that and josh really believes in us to be able to connect with him emotionally in a in in music and as friends like we yeah. have the most amazing relationship as a whole band because still to this day every week we just send each other jokes and funny memes and yeah. some things yeah. that we can't share but like just funny <laughs> like you know just jokes like that, yeah. that it's the best yeah, best, yeah part of being a band of course yeah. yeah absolutely you know you know and it shows yeah. the the strength and the relationship you guys have not just i'm gonna use as a family because that's yeah. what you obviously you yeah. are yeah so you know you don't have to be on a gig to see how each other are doing you know which yeah. i think is really quite cool yeah and we don't feel stressed at all about i mean we feel you know sad that we're not able to to be because last literally a year a, a year ago we were at radio city yeah it's crazy right yeah and now we're Bonkers. like in this situation but the great thing is we get to look forward to playing live music again when yeah. that time is back we, we're there like you know in la last year you know i had jr robbins which is really crazy but jr robinson was covering for me <laughs> like you know i'm like what <laughs> it's just yeah. like, you know and it's great because he's really good friends with Tarek, uh, my, my MD. And like I said, it's so nice to know that it's so, you know, a lot of session people will be like, oh, I'm afraid that someone's going to take my gig. It's like, no, not not with this family. Everyone's Everyone helps each other out. If someone, mm-hmm. you know, we're human. If you don't feel well, then you're unwell yeah. to play. Like, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like dep it out like this yeah mm-hmm. you're still you they they people have you for a reason because it's like you bring something to to a musical yeah. space and yeah and I, I think that's really important for younger players especially listening to this to hear because mm-hmm. i know even for myself like if i were in that position you know getting things like ill or just situations without your or out with your control yeah like you you instantly have that kind of anxiety of oh now my get my opportunity's gone. Yeah, you know. But mm. also, it's important to remember that you're still human. At the end of the day, these things can happen to anyone at any time. You know. Oh you never yeah. Know. And and that should never change the way you, way you are as a as a person in your mindset. You should always be creative, no matter what. That's what worked for me. I didn't yeah. depend. I didn't depend on being a drummer for a person that I play for, because artists always come and go but like you know again learning with josh josh is one of those guys who's been playing since he was 17 with his band yeah the Tarek has played with him since he was 17 years old mm. <laughs> you know like josh is now like he's he's 40 years old yeah. it's, it's mad like and i am still so excited to have mm. such a, a great relationship with him and to keep playing with him but when there's kids that rely on pop gigs nowadays it's like come on dudes <laughs> it's like don't don't if you have your own thing happening as well it, it actually branches out more opportunities 
like you're able to if you learn how to mix if you learn how to produce if you learn how to write if you if you learn how to program or uh you like to do camera stuff or you know or you like to do studio work or like to be a t-boy for a studio you know whatever <laughs> but all these things are, are are things that you're adding to your knowledge and that's how i work and that's how i want and that's how many drummers that have established themselves they've started from somewhere it wasn't yeah. just yeah let's just play yeah man that's been amazing yeah ah thank you so much <laughs> it's like like deep yeah deep deep man. chat deep chat it's tonight deep. So deep. um <laughs> where can where can people find you on the interwebs if they're looking for you yeah so um you can find me on instagram just uh kaz drums or kaz rodriguez um you know you can also find like my f my fifth album just recently got released uh it's like a drumless album um th this one is really special but i've got five five albums already on itunes and spotify and all that so the fifth one is really special because i have some great friends on there like bobby lewis from uh snoop dog plays he's yeah. like he's like my my fusion anime buddy because we both love <laughs> dragon ball z and, and um, yes yeah we're <laughs> dragon ball z fans but he he is um an amazing bass player i've got anton david Jans, who's a phenomenal bass player i've got like a guitarist called um you know rhythm shore uh there's a triple horns triple h horns they're They've played with like Shaka Khan and done stuff with Disciple, like lots of records. They they recorded a lot of stuff and great great guys. And Gary Husband is on my album. Oh, all right, amazing. Yeah. Playing keyboards, I take it. Yeah. yeah, he's playing keys and and he's such um, he's just a buddy man. I just love him. He calls me. He's a monster, eh? Yeah, I mean he, he I call him Maestro. He calls me Tessarosa. Tessarosa, <laughs> which I don't yeah. know what that means. Then I realize it's, it's a, car. a Yeah, it's a Ferrari. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we'll we'll be sure then to link your 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 record in yeah, the, absolutely. the the uh, description of the episode and stuff. So, thank you so much, man, for yeah, coming on and hanging out. Thanks for coming on. Thank it's you, been yeah. great, and it's 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 so good to see you kind of take the world over. You know, it's oh, um, bless you, man. It's 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 long deserved, and it's been a long time coming. So, more power to you for for all that, man. Thank Hell you, yeah. thank you for having me, and and yeah, I hopefully can see you guys soon and. Yeah, absolutely. You know, welcome sausage. anytime, man. You know that. Yeah, absolutely. And <laughs> come and see the new shop, and yeah. whenever you can, you know, and and um, we'll be sure to, to to look out for you if you're in Glasgow as well. You can hit you up. And in Leeds as well, yeah. of course. Feel oh, in Leeds, open. yeah, yeah. But yeah, man. Thank you again, and take good care. Take good care, man. Absolutely, we'll man. Take care, brothers. Thanks for listening to this episode of Drummers Only Radio. You can find us online at www.drummersonly.co.uk. Drop us a line. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Drummers Only UK. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We're on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. Any questions, info at drummersonly.co.uk is the email. Or if you need leads, it's leads at drummersonly.co.uk. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.